Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And the DVE Morning Show. It's two minutes after seven at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. So Good in today. Last of the mild days for quite a while. Increasing clouds could be a shower toward evening. High temperature 53. Rain changes the snow overnight tonight. 30 for the overnight lows. Scattered snow showers. Windy, much colder Friday. High of 34. I'm Scott Harbaugh in Severe Weather Center 11. It's 44 degrees at DVE. The news is brought to us by McDonald's. I'm loving it. AT&T customers can once again call 911 on their cell phones. The company tweeted the issue that affected states across the country last night has been resolved. Law enforcement agencies reported outages in states including Texas, Florida, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Maryland, and D.C. AT&T did not give an explanation for that problem. U.S. intelligence and law enforcement officials said yesterday they believe CIA contractors were likely responsible for handing over documents about the agency's hacking methods to WikiLeaks. According to the two officials who spoke to Reuters on condition of anonymity, they knew about the breach since late last year. The leaked documents detail how the CIA can get into iPhones and iPads, devices using Google, Google's Android software, and certain smart TVs to intercept conversations, voice, and text messages. White House spokesman Sean Spicer said Wednesday that President Trump is extremely concerned about the leaks. He added anybody who leaks classified information will be held to the highest degree of law. It's a bit of a change in tune on the campaign trail. Trump applauded WikiLeaks for releasing emails hacked from the Democratic National Committee. Governor Tom Wolf doesn't believe it's time to legalize marijuana in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's Auditor General Eugene DePasquale recently said it's time to legalize it for recreational use because it would generate a lot of tax revenue for the state and create jobs. Governor Wolf disagreed with DePasquale because he believes legalizing recreational marijuana wouldn't create enough revenue to fill the budget deficit. He says it would be best to wait and see what happens in states that have already legalized recreational marijuana before considering it here in Pennsylvania. I'm with DePasquale on this one. Yeah, it seems that other states that have legalized it are raking in a lot of cash and tax money that they weren't before. Right. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's it's, let's be ahead of the curve on this one. Consider it like we're basically um, selling each other weeds so that we can rebuild our bridges <laughs> and tunnels. Right. And we can finally finish the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. We can get a roof on it instead of just having a really <laughs> awesome backsplash. Finish the job. I toke for bridges. <laughs> Daylight saving time gets started this weekend, uh, March 12th, and experts say it can take up to a week for some people to adjust. Research shows drivers who lose one to two hours of sleep increase their crash risk. Another study suggests sleep deprivation on the Monday after the start of daylight savings time results in an increase in deadly car accidents. It's pretty well documented that getting less sleep than the recommended seven to eight hours can be just as dangerous as driving under the influence of alcohol in some cases. So does that mean that we're basically driving drunk to work every morning? According to this study, yeah. Yeah. Uh 
When's the last time you got seven to eight hours of sleep? <sighs> if I get six, I'm really excited. Six, I'm like, I overslept. Right. <laughs> this is too much. Right. And if I sleep four in a row without waking up, it's really exciting. Yeah, if you don't have to get up in the middle of the night to pee. Or just like, you know. The dog is getting a drink of water. <laughs> really? That wakes you up? Your, your Your ears are that sensitive? Some, yeah, sometimes, yeah. That is That has to be a female thing because Serena's the same way. It must be like genetically ingrained in us because, you know, when yeah. the babies cry, you wake up. Right. But it's it's so extreme. I mean, Serena, if there's a mouse in our basement that pees on a cotton ball, she's like, <laughs> who's making all that racket? Right. I feel her pain. A shark swimming around with a knife in its head is something I wouldn't normally see, but last week a Cayman Island scuba diver and his students found a docile nurse shark with a 12-inch knife sticking out of its head. Brett Johnson says the shark acted like it needed help. He approached the shark from above, and the shark kind of just waited for him. He gently pulled the knife out of the shark's head, and the shark just swam away. A beach resort posted on uh, Didn't even Facebook, say thank you? <laughs> Facebook that the shark has been spotted in the reef and appears to be okay. You know what happened. I mean, that shark was attacking somebody. They stabbed it in the head and lost the knife in its head. It's unusual, though, to find a, like, where would you have a 12-inch a, a knife at unless you were... <laughs> I don't know. Does Rambo go deep? <laughs> I guess divers uh, deep probably... diving? I don't know. Carry knives, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but even then, you wouldn't think they'd carry that big of a knife. Yeah. Be, you know, just like a little one. That is a, like a huge knife. Knife. buoy knife. Right. Yeah. That is a camping knife. Are you like carrying you're that... gutting a deer with that. Are you carrying that in your teeth while you swim? <laughs> <laughs> The dating website SaucyDates.com conducted a survey to figure out the countries where men exaggerated the size of their junk the most. The winner? Australia. Guys overstate the truth by... That's s- not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> they overstate the truth by 17.5%. You were close, Slack. American men are second. Make America great again. Right. Uh, you guys give yourselves... Make, gra- make America aid again. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. American men give themselves an extra 8.3%. <laughs> there it is. In case you were wondering, the global average of exaggeration is just 5.6%. Strangely, though, men in some countries don't overestimate, but report less than they're actually packing. A guy. Uh, I think or- that's the smart play if you're going to close the deal. You want it, you want them to be pleasantly surprised, not I, disappointed. I drive a Chevette. Oh no, it's a Corvette. Oh hey, there it is. <laughs> Instead of being like, no, I got a Lambo. Yeah. And then you pull out a Pinto. <laughs> that's not that's not okay. Men of Canada report one point six percent less than actual size. That makes sense. Canadians yeah. are very humble. Just, people. They're just right? too humble. It's annoying. And the men of India report three point eight percent less. An Australian man who impersonated Justin Bieber online is facing hundreds of sex charges. Queensland police say the 42-year-old suspect, who previously had been charged with similar offenses, posed as Bieber in order to solicit explicit images from kids. The guy allegedly used Facebook, Skype, and other online platforms to connect with victims 
with offenses dating back to at least 2007. Disney shareholders got a sneak peek of the new Star Wars movie. Exclusive footage from Star Wars The Last Jedi was shown at Disney's annual shareholders meeting in Denver. The LA Times says shareholders got to see the resolution of the cliffhanger in The Force Awakens, where Rey, played by Disney Ridley, uh, Daisy Ridley, however, uh, encounters Luke Skywalker at his cliffside hiding place. Other characters in the clip included Chewbacca, Finn, and the late Carrie Fisher as General Leia Organa. Now, how much do you have to spend to be able to see these kind of? You clips? have to be a Disney shareholder. Yeah. And get invited to the annual meeting. Yeah, that's so that's, a lot. That's above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah. But I will say it was awesome when we were at Disney. Um, we went to Hollywood Studios and meeting um, meeting those characters. Like they only have the masked characters, mm-hmm. so it's, it's Chewbacca. There's stormtroopers. Storm uh, we we met. What's um, that little ball? BB-8. Oh, BB-8. Yeah, BB-8 wasn't there, but we did meet. Uh, we we met some Jawas. Those are the ones with the hoods where you can only see their eyes okay. are like glowing, and we we trade we bartered with them. They're, they're always looking to get something from you, mm-hmm. so we traded with them. And um, what'd you give them? I think like these these little light up cubes that we had from one of our drinks. Oh, okay. And then they gave the girls like necklaces and stuff from their bag. It's pretty cool. I mean, when you're when you're there, first of all, Hollywood Studios for Star Wars right now is just amazing. They have a 50-foot AT-AT walker. The kids can train to be Jedis. Oh, that's cool. And then they all use the Force. The rock wall opens, and Darth Vader comes out. <laughs> that's wow. probably and, terrifying. And Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah, it's terrifying. But then they all the kids fight them. They all have lightsabers. Oh, that's, that's really cool. And their uh, firework display is set to the, the Star Wars epic theme. of Star Wars. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's absolutely amazing. Star Wars The Force Awakens is the highest grossing film of all time in the U.S. and the U.K. Increasing clouds today. We might get rain tonight. Temperatures in the low 50s. Rain and snow possible and dropping to 30 overnight tonight. It's 44 at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Stan Savers joins us in the 9 o'clock hour this morning. He'll wrap up the show. Mike Pursuta on vacation, so Slack taking care of sports at the bottom of the hour. Nice win for the Pens. Uh, so he'll have a full, resport, uh, full report on that coming up in sports at the bottom of the hour. It's the DVE Morning Show. DVE Sports. Sports this hour brought to you by UPMC. There were five goals. There were two fights. There were ten penalties. And that was just the first period. <laughs> A wild one. Uh, Pens winning over the Winnipeg Jets 7-4. The Pens broke the game open in the second period, scoring three goals in one minute. Goes to the right side over to Crosby. Sets it up here for Justin Schultz. Patiently waits for the puck. At the near side to Malkin. Top of the left circle, over to Crosby. Crosby looks to Schultz, slapper, score! Justin Schultz, a rifle shot from 32 feet away, and it ties the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And you can get in the fast lane, Grandma. That bingo game is ready to roll. Bingo, bingo, and bongo on that one, partner. (laughs) Holy moly, what a one-timer by Justin Schultz. Oh, yeah, he, he roofed it. 12th goal, and the Penguins again. Get it. Camino's got a chance. He shoots and scores, Manino between the circles. And just like that, the Penguins have taken the lead 4-3. to three. And, then and it, you're going to need a tow truck. And then to cap it off. Penguins right in front of the net. Malkin shoots and scores again. Malkin finishes against Hellebuck. And the Penguins have made it 5-3. to three. 
Fuck him, Daniel. My goodness. What's going on here? Big <laughs> winning land. Malkin's going to start a milkshake factory. <laughs> yeah, he had the uh, Gordy Howe hat trick last night with the fight. He had an Gino assist. should not fight. No, he no. should not. Gino should not fight. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> he, he, should, he should score, not fight. He had two goals, an assist, and a fight. And a fight, yeah. Well, uh, the fight. I don't know if you could. I mean, look, he had to answer the bell against Wheeler. You know, he was that was retribution for a hit with the last time we played the Jets in Pittsburgh. But uh. it should almost just be he 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 took a punch. He didn't really actually fight. And Gino, um, fortunately for us, talked about the fight after the game. Yeah, I think it's uh he will ask me, you know, about fight and uh I knew it's like not great hit the last game, you know, at home and uh I'm respect this guy, his leadership, he's like great player, great uh hockey player and uh I'm ready, you know, but it's not like my greatest fight but uh I respect this guy and uh it's fine, we just uh <laughs> just couple punch and uh I'm lost. <laughs> I'm, lost. I'm lost. Just a couple punch. I'm lost. Oh, Gino. I I tweeted out during the game. I am score better than fight, and <laughs> I am loss is better than anything I could have come up with. Oh my! I am loss. My my takeaway my takeaway oh. from that is Gino only fights people he respects. Yeah, I respect him, so I fight. <laughs> So if if he doesn't like you... He's a principled man. You're good. You know what I mean? Just be really mean to Gino. (laughs) If he thinks you're trash, he won't fight you up. And Gino, after the the game, said that one fight, that's that's good enough for him. Oh, yeah, of course. It's like one fight enough for me, you know? It's uh, because, yeah, I sit like uh, 15 minutes and my legs, like, feel spirit is, like, uh, slow. And uh, just, yeah, I'm just trying to focus to, like, you know, next, like, couple shifts. Like, like just, just keep going, like, skate a little bit. And uh, it's, like, a little bit like I feel giving me great pass and I'm scoring. I feel so much better, you know? I'm it's scored. like a sharp play. Like, it's my game, you know? We start, like, uh, s- like start play power play, you know? Like, uh, it could give me a couple extra shift and uh, i'm i think we play good <laughs> i'm score that just makes me happy that was man. like a runaway train i know <laughs> it was like a bunch of sentences just fell down the stairs <laughs> it, uh, that is like prozac to me right now oh, that just makes awesome. me that just makes me happy so we got an i'm loss and i'm score in there and i'm score Go yeah um, uh, if you heard during some of those calls the Edmonton fans were really, really on Gino for. You mean the Winnipeg or Winnipeg? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. they boo like every time he touched the puck. Yeah. Um. To, to be fair, Edmonton and Winnipeg, it's the same. They're interchangeable. Yeah. Calgary's a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, Gino was asked about the Edmonton fans after the game. Winnipeg. Uh, Surprise for me, you know. I, I tried puck and they like. Uh, like don't like me, you know. It's like uh, I like it's Canada. They like hockey. They understand hockey, and uh, I respect this building. It's so loud, you know. And people like loves hockey. Like this city, unbelievable hockey city. He was very chatty after the game last night. He respects this uh, those fans, so I think he's gonna fight the arena. I think he's just gonna line up and, you know, I respect those guys, so uh, fight everyone, you know. And I'm lost, but I fight. I stay at hotel. You find me after game. <laughs> I'm lost to all. That of was you. great. I mean, he was playing possessed <laughs> last night. After that fight, that got him up on his horse. And when he plays like that, yeah, no, nobody can stop him. After the fight, he had like he like he said, if you could kind of understand him, 
He had the he had the big break, and then Sullivan kept putting him out there to get his legs fresh. And I think that really, really worked out for him because being out there and more and more and more, he won. He he got better opportunities. He got better chances, and he had two goals and assist. I mean, look, it's one thing about like. The one aspect of hockey that's sort of archaic is the fighting. And a lot of people, like a lot of younger fans, like our age and younger, don't really like it, think it should be out of the game. Um, But just think for a second, like if you've ever been in a fist fight, how much energy you have to exude to think (laughs) that you could all out fist fight somebody. And then keep playing a hockey game. That happened in the beginning of the game, in the first five minutes. Or to do it on skates. (laughs) Right. No footing whatsoever. Was somebody trying to pull your jersey over your head? Yeah, and and like he said, he didn't really want to fight the guy. He knew he had to. He understood it because of the shot he gave him in the game here in Pittsburgh. And he respects the guy, so he's like, okay, we'll fight. And he he took it. You can see on his face there's just this big mark where he just got, I am lost. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look. It's it's honorable that he answered the bell, but that is still one of the most bizarre things to me. I'll never fully understand it, how they just are so formal about it. Right. So would, respectful. Would, would you like you, to go? I challenge you to a duel. And you have, you have to. I am respect, so I, <laughs> I am lost. After the game, uh, Coach Mike Sullivan elaborated a little bit on the Chris Letang injury. He... Uh, put to bed the rumors that it, he said it's not a concussion. It has nothing to do with the stroke or anything like that. He said that Tang is in Pittsburgh rehabbing an upper body injury. So we will see. To his upper body. His upper body. Yeah. Uh, the Pens yeah, will be in Edmonton. They were just in Winnipeg. They will be in Edmonton on Friday night. The Hockey Night Punjabi guys will be there. So hopefully Nick Benino Maybe he has another hat trick in him. We'll see. <laughs> uh, the Pins are tied for second in the Metro Division with Columbus, two points ahead of the Rangers. Pitt fell 75-63 to Virginia. Penn State beat Nebraska 76-67 in overtime. Nittany Lions play Minnesota today. Duquesne 71-66 had a lead, blew it, lost 72-71 to St. Louis. Two teams punched their ticket, UT San Antonio and UL Monroe. And Lawrence Timmons visiting the Miami Dolphins today. Let's not get uh, too frightened about this. He's just he's testing the market that the Steelers said, hey, look, go see what you can get out there. Right. We'd like to keep you, but we, you know, we're not going to pay past a certain amount. So Yeah, this is this is Steelers protocol pretty much. Go out there, see if you if you find an offer you like, great. I mean, James Harrison, he didn't like the offer that they gave him a couple years ago, like in 2012, when he went, when he ended up signing with Cincinnati, he came back. So, it's just how it works. I think chances are good LT will be in a Steelers uniform next year. I believe so. And with sports, I'm Slack. Thanks, Slack. Coming up at the top of the hour, a healthy sex life is good for your career. We'll talk about that and more. Stan Saverin joins us at 945 this morning as well. It's the DBE Morning Show. What do I... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.